You're listening to episode 21 of the Bookcast for Dwell, an Advent study in liturgy. This bookcast has been designed to give you another way to engage with the content of the book. Hi, my name is Rachel Fahrenbach. I'm the author of Dwell and your host for these episodes. Today we're continuing in week three with day five as we're dwelling on the theme of deeply rooted joy. When we dwell with God and follow his commands, we discover a deep joy anchored in his shalom peace, unshaken by life's challenges. He is ever present with me. At all times he goes before me. I will not live in fear or abandon my calling because he stands at my right hand. This is a good life. My heart is glad. My soul is full of joy and my body is at rest. Who could want for more? You will not abandon me to experience death and the grave or leave me to rot alone. Instead, you direct me on the path that leads to a beautiful life. As I walk with you, the pleasures are never-ending, and I know true joy and contentment. Psalms 16, 8-11, Voice Translation When Israel was too afraid to take God up on his invitation to ascend Mount Sinai into his presence, God was gracious enough to come down from his exalted place to their lowly one and dwell among them. This is significant to our understanding of the loving and gracious character of God and his desire to dwell with his people. Now, remember, God didn't just create the world for people to enjoy, but for his image bearers to partner with him in tending to it and stewarding it. In other words, co-ruling with God. It is this dwelling with partnership that God wants to redeem for humanity. Throughout scripture, we get glimpses of the partnerships God makes with individual image bearers to bring about his redemptive plan of blessing all the nations through Israel. David is one of those partners. God anoints David as a co-ruler of his people and appoints him to tend to them as a shepherd does for a flock. One of his earliest acts as king is to bring the tabernacle into the city of Jerusalem and set it up on the highest elevated spot in the city so that the people can worship Yahweh there. Eventually, David desires to build a permanent house for God, a temple, but God gives that privilege to David's son, Solomon, once the conflict with their neighboring nations has ceased. And while God considered David a man after my own heart, 1 Samuel 13, 14, and he does a pretty good job of partnering with God in the tending of the nation of Israel as their shepherd king, David falls prey to the temptation of sin. But he doesn't stay there. David's genuine sorrow for his sin and his desire to be reconciled with God are evident throughout the psalm, along with his deep joy anchored in the shalom that results from reconciliation. Just as his father David did, Solomon started out as a strong partner with God, co-ruling Israel with God's wisdom, but crumbled to his own selfish desires. This and other such rejection of God's commands by subsequent kings and God's people as a whole had devastating results for Israel, eventually leading to destruction and exile. But even then, God offered hope, both in the promise to return Israel to their home and to raise up a Messiah who will bring salvation and redemption. In the midst of their exile, God instructed Israel through Jeremiah to build homes, plant gardens, marry and have children, and then marry off those children so they could have children. In other words, make it your home. This instruction to be fruitful and multiply 
is an enduring echo for humanity. Stewardship of God's creation is a main component of our purpose. The first and foremost is to dwell with God, worshiping and honoring him. In Jeremiah 29, 7, he tells Israel to seek the shalom of the city because the well-being of that city would affect the well-being of Israel living in it. Later on, he tells them that his plans are for their good, their shalom. God's desire for his people to experience wholeness and joy is not tied to a physical location, but to his enduring nature. Daniel, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego took this directive to heart and, within the context of exile, earnestly sought to dwell in God's presence, followed his commands, and prayed for the well-being of the city. Their lives were full of this deeply rooted joy, even in the midst of intense trials and hardship. God used these image bearers to reflect himself to King Nebuchadnezzar, bringing the ruler to eventually praise, extol, and honor the king of heaven. Daniel 4.37 When we dwell with him and follow his commands, we better understand who God is, his faithfulness, love, and mercy, and his desires for us. We can rejoice in our current situation knowing he works all things together for our good, our shalom. That kind of joy is a natural response to dwelling with God, even in the midst of hardship. Thank you for joining me today as we dwelled on the theme of deeply rooted joy. Join me tomorrow as we continue to dwell with God this Advent season.